Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 89 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing all about muscle memory, why it isn't actually a thing, and why understanding how it works will help you to get stronger. So this whole concept of muscle memory, this is used to describe when your muscles, you know, learn a new task. And I'm using air quotes, and I know you can't see it, but hopefully you feel it. You know, and when it's easier to pick up something after an extended break, whether it's roller skating or soccer or cursive, we say it's because of muscle memory. But your muscles don't have memory in the sense that they don't have tiny little brains inside of them. They're less autonomous and more truly like robots just doing what they're told to do. So how do you actually learn new movements? And if muscle memory isn't a thing, where does muscle confusion fall into place? Because you may have heard of that. And these are all just really common phrases in the fitness industry that always make me roll my eyes because they don't really mean anything. And when we can better understand what they actually mean and what's actually happening, we can use it to our advantage to move smarter and get stronger. But before we dive into that, will you help me get to 100 podcast reviews before the end of the year? Because we're more than halfway there. And when you do, you'll be entered to win a self-care prize pack in return. So here's how you can help. Head on over to aewellness.com slash review and leave a short note about your favorite episode, why you love the show, or even something you've learned from listening. And then just email a screenshot of your review or a picture of your review to me at podcast at aewellness.com and you'll be entered to win. One lucky winner is going to be chosen at random at the end of the year or whenever we hit 100 reviews, whichever comes first. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a body nerd. And thank you for being awesome. Okay, let's get on with the show. So muscle memory, muscle confusion, all of these terms are thrown around as the reason we get stronger and how we learn new skills. There is a very super duper popular workout class. The whole thing is based on muscle confusion, they say, but it's not a thing. That's not actually how the body works. Now, muscle memory is way more fun and easier to say than motor learning and proprioception, but that's what's actually going on. So proprioception is your body's sense of where it is in space. And your muscles, they don't have brains, but they do have special nerve endings and special sensors that are constantly feeding information back to your brain about the amount of stretch in any given muscle or tissue, the amount of force on that tissue or tendon, the amount of contraction that's happening, the pressure on your joints or your joint actually moving through space. It's why you know where your right foot is right now or what your left ear is doing. 
Although I take that back. I don't have a ton of proprioception about my ear. Maybe you do. But it's how we know where our body is in space in any given time. And your ability to do any task, it depends on a bunch of factors, including balance in your tissues. And when I say tissues, I mean muscles and fascia. So all of those combined, plus optimal neurological patterning, right? It sounds super nerdy, but basically what that means is that your brain is firing and your muscles are working together as they should be. So let's talk about what balance in the tissues actually means. So like I said, your muscles and fascia are one in the same. So if your hip flexors are super tight because you've been doing a ton of sitting, that's going to impact how you move and how you stand. So if there is any sort of imbalance, which truthfully, if you are a human in the modern world, uh, chances are you probably have some imbalances from, you know, our handed tendencies from being left handed to right handed uh, to your foot tendencies. We have a dominant foot plus if you're doing any sort of driving, right, and you have a automatic transmission, chances are that right leg is doing a lot more work than the left leg, right? So there's a bunch of things set up in our life that create these imbalances already. So they exist. No one's perfect. Even a supermodel, they may have perfect symmetry in their face, but they don't have symmetry in their bodies because that's just not how the world works. Now, what about this concept of optimal neurological patterning? I mean, really, if you want to make your whole dinner table fall asleep, just bring that up as a topic of conversation, right? Guys, I would love to talk about optimal neurological patterning. But what it really means is how all of the sensors are relaying information to your brain. So remember, your muscles aren't making any decisions on their own. They're sending information back up to your brain and your brain is telling them what to actually do. Now, one place where your muscles do react more quickly is something like a reflex, right? I might bop you on the top of the knee and your knee extends, right? You kick the doctor, the whole joke. Um, that's not because your muscles have their own brain. It's because there's a feedback loop, a reflex loop that goes just to the spinal cord and reacts faster than having to relay that signal all the way up to the brain. But even with that, your muscles don't have memory. Now, here's where things can get a little bit tricky. And so this is where, you know, we can move towards optimal neurological patterning versus suboptimal. Um, the resting tone and length of any one of your muscles is affected by your posture, by behaviors. My brother and husband and I were talking about doom scrolling, where you just sit on your phone, you know, all hours of the day, and you just keep swiping and swiping and swiping, even though you know you're not going to find any good news, but it just keeps getting worse, which is 2020. Um, but that behavior, right, that ongoing behavior is going to affect what's happening in your thumb. It's going to change what's happening in your hands. That stress, that stress is going to affect your entire body um, and also emotions, right? How your body moves and feels is different when you are super anxious or super depressed versus happy or versus, oh my gosh, I got to rescue, you know, the person underneath that car. And then suddenly you have the ability to lift a car, right? So neurological patterning, our behavior matters, but there are some other factors that are going to impact it as well. 
So how does movement happen, right? We've talked about reflexes. I have poo-pooed all over muscle memory. So there is a structure in your body or really more of a concept called motor units. And motor units is when one motor neuron, so a neuron being that nerve from your brain um, that's responsible for movement. So a motor unit is one motor neuron and all of the muscle fibers it controls. So your muscle isn't just one hunk of meat, even though it looks like that. It's a bunch of different muscle fibers all bounded and connected together. And you actually have different numbers of motor units for different muscles. The number of motor units you have for any given muscle will change how refined your movements can be. So if you have just a few motor units, then more of the muscle itself is contracting and your motions aren't as precise, right? Take your calf, for example. There probably is someone who can do this, but for a majority of us, being able to isolate and contract just the you know left head of the calf versus the right head of the calf is probably close to impossible. But if you take something like your hand, in your hand, the muscles there have tons of motor units that are responsible for just a few muscle fibers, which means that you can do lots of smaller and more refined movements. So when you think of motor units, I want you to think of a power strip and how many things are plugged into that power strip. Because if you accidentally blow a breaker, the number of things plugged into that power strip are going to be important, right? So for me in my office, in a building that was built back in the, you know, 30s, I believe, I only have my computer plugged into its own plug with a surge protector, of course, but I don't plug my blow dryer in here. I don't plug a heater in here. It's on its own thing so that it can be safe and protected, right? So that would be like one motor unit responsible for that one thing versus another plug in here where I plug in my phone and I plug in a charger and I plug in my, you know, tracker, all of those things. So hopefully that gives you the visual picture. But the thing to understand is that a lot of motor units, you can do refined movements, just a few, not as refined. So the purpose of this for the body is it allows you to control how much contraction you actually need for any given task because the body is all about efficiency and you really don't need as much of your muscle to pick up a five pound weight as you do a 55 pound weight. So a Charlie horse, if you might be thinking, but what happens when that happens? Well, that's usually a few motor units contracting, but not the entire muscle. And if you've ever been woken up in the middle of the night with a terrible, terrible cramp, typically in your calf, that's essentially what you're feeling. So the next time it happens, you'd be like, whoa, that's like just a few motor units. I can feel them working. <laughs> so now that we understand how movement happens, how muscle contraction happens, what actually happens when we practice something and we get better, right? How do we get better if it's not muscle memory? And the reason is the system, aka your brain, your nervous system, gets better. It gets more refined, the signals your brain can then send their signal and that signal can travel faster, which means your muscles can respond faster. And then it's more coordinated because you've just done it enough times that it's more practiced. And this is true for a habit you want and a habit that you might not want. It's the same either way. 
this learning is happening and it's not necessarily happening in the muscles, but it's coming from the brain and the spinal cord. Now, the same thing happens when you get stronger. You're able to recruit more of those motor units faster and more efficiently. So getting stronger is really your brain and your body getting smarter. But still, there's no brain in your muscles. But that concept of strength as your body getting smarter has totally transformed how I train, right? I don't have to pick up the biggest, heaviest weight, especially in my garage where I only have one set of dumbbells and one kettlebell, right? I could move smarter and know that the efficiency and strength I'm seeking is still happening because I'm moving in a way that's going to reinforce those foundations that I want. So the best way to build strength and help with movement is exactly that, right? Variety, as always, is the spice of life. So you can add and change up your load, right? Maybe you do a movement with weight. Maybe you do it without weight. Obviously, one is going to be more challenging than another. You can increase strength and increase that learning of your motor units and your body and your brain by also changing the surface you're standing on, right? It's more stable if you're on a hard surface, uh, less stable on a squishier surface. Is your surface elevated? Today, I did some step ups onto about a four inch block, right? That changes things. Also, how many joints are involved in the movement? A bicep curl, right? Where you're just bending at the elbow versus taking a weight from the ground all the way to overhead. That's going to involve a lot more things. It's going to be way more complicated, but it's also going to help you to build strength. And in the same way, right, you can make something easier by taking some movement out of it if it's too complicated for what you're trying to do right now. And of course, speed right? You can go super slow. You can go super fast. They use different elements of your nervous system and of your muscles. It challenges your body in a different way, but it's also a way to make something more difficult or easier. And lastly, your relationship to gravity. So let's take a plank, for example, just a plain old plank on the ground, right? Is one experience. If you flipped over and you did a plank on your back, right? Exact same shape with your arms straight out, your legs straight, your abs on, totally different experience versus doing a plank on the wall, right? The mechanics are all the same, but the experience is different because of your relationship to gravity. And if you're saying, well, a plank on your back is not a plank, I'm going to argue that it is the same because the joints shape, right? The shape of it is the same. Just your relationship to gravity has changed. And this is not the whole kit and caboodle. These are just a few of the ways that you can help your body get smarter, to move smarter, and to get stronger. So now that we know that muscle memory isn't a thing, it's just optimal neurological patterning paired with a balance in the tissues, right? You understand where muscle memory came from because that sounds super, super duper boring. But you might be wondering, where can I start? Now, if you are not already on my email list, truthfully, like get on that. You can start today by grabbing the free bodywork guide that I talk about at the end of every episode. You just head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork. But if you are ready to get started and move smarter, I've got something super exciting coming your way for Black Friday and you don't want to miss it. But it's only going out to email list and social. So make sure you're there so that you don't miss out.
So what other muscle myths have you heard that you're not sure if they're true? right? We talked about muscle memory. We talked about muscle confusion. Send them my way because this would be so much fun to dive into and find more of the science and share with you more of the science of what's actually going on. Plus, if you have any questions, just send them my way. So you can send your muscle myths and questions to me on Instagram. I'm at Hala Formala, or you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. And before I go, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and everything else lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. I really hope that you got some fun movement in as you listened, or at least you have something planned. Dog walks are my primo podcast listening time. So I'm curious, what are you doing while you listen to podcasts? If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing or just share it with somebody who needs to hear this today. Share it with that friend of yours who always talks about their muscle memory and be that annoying nerd who's like, well, actually, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. But truthfully, here's to asking better questions, moving more, moving smarter and getting nerdy as heck. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.